Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The program you have just been listening to didn't really exist. It was a figment of your imagination. In fact, BBC Radio closed down five years ago. But you didn't realize that, did you? Oh, no, you just keep switching on and imagine you're hearing the same programs you always used to hear. But you're not, you know, there's nothing there. It's all in your mind. Haven't you noticed? You keep hearing the same programs day after day, month after month, year after year, always the same. Well, that's because you're just making them up. They're not really there at all. No, no, but you want them to be there, don't you? You've been brainwashed, haven't you? You can't face reality. That's not even a proper radio you've got there, you know. They've stopped making radios. I know, I know. It looks like a radio, but there's nothing inside it. Nothing, do you hear me? Nothing. Go on, open it up, have a look. Take the back off. It's empty, isn't it? You might as well be listening to the toaster or the gas stove. Trapped, trapped, you hear me? The BBC have trapped you. Oh, what blind, blind fools you've been. That was the director of Radio Prune. <laughs> Advertising on behalf of Radio Prune Full Frontal Radio. Broadcasting on 305 gas meters on your electric toaster. <laughs> For the best reception, sit in the gas oven with a slice of toast strapped to each ear. <laughs> and within seconds, you will imagine you're hearing the sound of 45 redundant BBC symphony orchestras. But you're not. For if you look under the grill, you'll find it's really Dave Lee and his Full Frontal Rhythm Boys playing this tune. Yes, Gibbon lovers, this is Radio Prune, bringing you the one program that really does exist. Though it's hard to think why. During the next half hour, you'll hear the actual voices of Timbrook Taylor, Graham Garden, David Hatch and Bill Oddie. But if you think you can hear Joe Kendall, you're wrong. She doesn't exist. You thought her up. What twisted imaginations you've got. There now follows five seconds of complete silence. It's I'm sorry. I'll read that again. Again. You see? If you want to hear a station that is really a station, then you want to get together with you. I do the wonderful, wonderful things you love. I love you and the new fruit. Both fruit listen to radio And now for this week's episode of our fast-moving serial. Mad Octopus. 
unbeknown to Annabelle, who is determined to thwart Mrs. Appleyard's attempts to rescue Dick Barton from the evils of Angelo, the ex-Batman of Attila the Hun, O.B.E., who is, however, the twin brother of Felicity and sister to Jerry, Giuseppe's former grandmother by a previous divorce. They decide to bring the whole thing out into the open. The MCC committee, who have been locked in a cardboard box for the last hundred years, today emerged with the usual statement. Their chairman said, I can see no reason why, why the South Africans should not play cricket in this country. He then replaced his blinkers and climbed back into his coffin. <laughs> the chief stormtrooper of the Lord's ground staff added, we are not expecting any trouble from any bishops, philosophers, professors, moralists, or any other long-haired idiots. <laughs> the Lord's ground will be fully protected inside by a force of 20,000 policemen, which will only leave two seats free. <laughs> and they are reserved for royalty, who I am happy to say know when to shut up and pretend when nothing is wrong. <laughs> With due respect, no offense, man. I'll take the OBE if it's offered to another. But whilst we're still on war and politics... Sorry, I'll read that again. Uh, whilst we're still on sport, it's time for Prune's Sports Service to bring you Fight of the Week, which comes from a football ground anywhere in England. And we're standing outside the main entrance, watching the police, making sure that no troublemakers get into the ground, apart from themselves. What you? Oh, oh, mate. Yes, you. I have had a tip-off. I've had a tip-off from an unknown but reliable and highly bribed source that you are a skinhead. Oh, it's true. It's a fair cop. It was the air cut gave you away, you know. If you've been a decent lad with unwashed shoulder-length hair, I'd have let you in. As it is, I must examine you for offensive clothing. Now, by the look of it, you are wearing highly dangerous steel-tipped bobber boots. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you're not going in there with them on. Take them off. Oh, all right. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. That's a pretty lethal-looking pair of braces you've got on. I don't want you going in there lashing old-age pensioners with your braces in an irritating and repetitive manner. I'll keep those if you don't mind. All right, here you are. Here's a brace. Good going. Not so fast, not so fast, Mr. So-called Clever Dick Funny Jim. I suppose you think I... I hadn't noticed that particularly brutal shirt, which, when rolled up into a ball with buttons uppermost and screwed into a spectator's eye with both fists, could cause not a little discomfort. Now, now, now! What about those highly devious trousers, eh? I have reason to suspect that they are concealing a pair of legs. Could well be used for knee and police constables. Oh, Come on, let's have a look. Drop them. No, I thought so. And over your trousers, then we can keep a proper eye on your legs. Oh, yeah, right, here's my trousers. Now, we'll go in. Oh! Whoa! Oh, hello, hello, hello! Oh! That's the most vicious pair of underpants I have ever seen in <laughs> You're not going in there molesting people with them. Oh, yeah, take them off. Hey, oh, they're going to go in there. No, you can't. I'm arresting you for indecent exposure. Fourth 
upcoming programs. Coming soon on Radio Prune. At 1.30 you can hear a school's broadcast in which little children discuss, in their own way, the things which really matter to them. That's my seat. It's not in mine. Mine! Mine! Shut your gob off! Stop my lolly up there! I'm sorry, there's been some slight mix-up. You are, in fact, listening to Today in Parliament. Also later tonight on BBC Television, you can enjoy another kooky, wacky half hour of live and laughter in Not in Front of the Adults. This week, she decides to deceive Hubby by telling him she hasn't started a zoo in the bedroom. But of course, for reasons that defy rational explanation, she has. And so when Hubby wants an early night, things really start to happen with hilarious consequences. Hello, darling. <laughs> Everything all right, darling, is it? Hey, yes, just fine, darling. The zoo's wonderful. Big pardon, darling? Oh, oh, I said the zoo's wonderful, oh, darling. Oh, okay. I thought it was you, darling. Hey, hey, darling. I haven't started a zoo in the bedroom, darling. Oh, darling. But I, I think I have an early night. I'll go to bed, darling. The bed's full of chips, darling. I mean love, darling. Oh. You just sit on the sofa, darling. Oh, all right, darling. Are you trying to hide something, darling? No, darling. I'm not trying to hide a gibbon up my sofa, darling. Honestly, darling. Why don't you just lie down on the sofa, darling? Hold on, darling. Don't tell me you've given my bed to an elephant. Oh, no, darling. It's a hippo. I mean, heavens, darling. Why don't you have a nice bed? Well, you're carrying on. I expect to find an alligator in the bath. Oh, oh, there is. Oh, I mean, then. Oh, I'm on here. Why are you squeaking, darling? I don't know, darling. I always go like the floor. Really, darling? the rest of that extract was above the frequency response of the human ear. <laughs> but, but if you see your dog laughing tonight at BBC television, <laughs> he's enjoying howls all the way with Not in Front of the Adults. <laughs> For the flop are a new version of Scarlet Gibbons sung by Pat Baboon. <laughs> also a double-sided platter by the singing dogs, the hounds of music, featuring Oh, blow those clouds away, hold up your head and say, it's gonna be a great day. <laughs> and Italians for Souvenirs, where all you get. <laughs> they said it wouldn't work. <laughs> For sheer spine-tingling, foot-tapping mediocrity, surely nothing can beat Bill Oddie with this song. Oh, 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 how I wish I could buy myself a pet flatfish. But no one wants to sell their soul. I hate a halibut, would be very pounded, but you hardly ever see a skate. And been mashed on a plate And so I'm ironing my goldfish Ironing my goldfish A big steam iron on his face 
Bring out his surplus fat Well, I know it's rather cruel But it's no such fun Ironing my goldfish flat Hey, hey Ironing my goldfish flat To use a rolling pin He only came out long and thin Then I thought if he was squeezed beneath A small elephant today He'd look like a manta ray But I couldn't make my goldfish squash Till I put him in with a wash But with a shiny nose Ironing my goldfish flat And that's that splat Thank you very much indeed, friends. That was, that really was truly appalling. Should be a big success. Now, it's time once again, friends, for Plume Play of the Week when you listeners at home get your chance to switch off. So now, can we have this week's play, please? Yes, Mr. Monkhouse. <laughs> and this week's play was written by an infinite number of monkeys on an infinite number of typewriters. Actually written by team monkeys on typewriters. Yes, Bob, the BBC drama script department. <laughs> So let's hear a real burst of apathy, friends, for these wonderfully talented monkeys and their prune play of the week, Tales of the Circus, or Life Under the Medium-Sized Hop. Thank you. Folk are a strange lot. <laughs> a band of men and women held together by a deep and lasting love of one thing money. <laughs> but circus life demands a strange breed of man. He must be gay, carefree, courageous, passionate, unselfish, strong, and level headed, with two or more O levels. <laughs> but sometimes passions run high, tempers flare, and men become savage, vengeful, cruel, vicious beasts, with two or more O levels. <laughs> but circus folk shudder when they remember what happened at Colonel Brute Force's circus. Many, many years ago. Roll up, roll up, ladies and gentlemen. All the fun of the circus. Roll up, roll up. See the mighty Hercules lift an elephant with one hand. See the amazing freak elephant with one hand. See the incredible Rosanella dive 3,000 feet into an alligator-filled tank of flaming petrol. One performance only. See the wild man of Borneo. Oh, I'm so cross. I can't... 
ladies and gents, all the fun of the circus. See the daring bareback riders. See the even more daring bare front riders. <laughs> roll up, roll up, ladies and gents. The circus is about to begin. Here comes the big parade. <laughs> the medium-sized top. The seats were crammed with an expectant crowd. Then in came the parade, led by the clowns. There was Boffo, the white-faced clown, Pogo, the sad-faced clown, and two and six, the Chinese dwarf. Hush off! Half a clown! Then came the jugglers, full of tricks, and the tumblers, full of whiskey, followed by Margarita, leading the camels and dromedaries. Which is the one with two lumps? That's Margarita. The show is about to commence. If you look above you, you will see the two daring Cossacks perform amazing stunts on the high wire. They will begin by leaping down 20 feet to land astride the tightrope. <laughs> the two Cossacks! <laughs> A big hand, ladies and gentlemen, for the... Four Cossacks. <laughs> but as the show went on outside the medium-sized top, the two trapeze artists, Rudy Gesture and Tanya Hyde, <laughs> were deep in conversation. Oh, Tanya, Tanya, I can't wait until we're married. Don't worry, nobody else does. <laughs> Meanwhile, not far away, the wicked ringmaster, Colonel Brute Force, was confiding in two and six, the Chinese dwarf. Oh, two and six, if only you knew how I love Tanya, the beautiful trapeze artist. She's a real swinger. But how, how can I make her mine? Tell me that. Yes, yes, you're right, it can never be, but no, there must be a way. Yes, now that's an idea. Go on. Good thinking, two and six. That's exactly what I'll do. We should point out at this juncture that two and six, the Chinese dwarf, is too small to reach the microphone. <laughs> If you can't hear what he's saying, kneel down. <laughs> At last I've found a way to win Tanya from that fool Rudy. But I shall need help. So saying, he called to Boffo the clown. Can I help you, Kerbal? Yes. I want Tanya, and only you can get rid of her partner, Rudy. Simple. I shall arrange a series of accidents and blame them all on Rudy. Then you can get rid of him and bury the girl. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. And so a series of strange accidents began in the circus. Someone put too much gunpowder in the cannon, and the human cannonball was shot three miles into a brick wall. Are you all right? Yes, thank you, sir. Just a slight headache in the chest. <laughs> One night, the door to the mouse cage was left open. And a rogue mouse escaped and viciously savaged a cucumber sandwich. Somebody fed half a ton of centipods to the elephant. Soon everyone was covered in confusion. Every time 
time, a mysterious note was left behind. This accident is the work of Rudy Gesture, the trapeze artist signed Boppo the Clown. Eventually, suspicion fell on Rudy the trapeze artist. Rudy, Rudy, we circus folk believe you are to blame for this series of accidents. The human cannonball, the rogue mouse, and now it seems that when the elephant was fed cenopods, you were behind it. Unfortunate, but believe me, I've done nothing. No, no, Rudy, I banished you from the circus, and now I can marry Tanya. Oh, what a giveaway! Ah! <laughs> oh, that's your game. Well, I shall never leave Tanya. Rudy, Tanya's been unfaithful to you. I have seen her holding feet with the contortionist. Oh no! And there are others. Crazy murder the given sent her a bunch of peanuts with a message which said. A lonely, lovesick gibbon eye for you, my heart to take. So come to me and we can try a little give and take. <laughs> you have no proof that my Tanya's been unfaithful. She's as true to me and as pure and as unsullied as the day she was born. And if you don't believe me, just ask her three children. Very well, very well, Rudy. I shall give you one last chance. You can stay with the circus and marry Tanya, but tonight you must perform the dreaded triple turn, twist, swoop, and grab on the trapeze without a net. Oh, but my hair's such a mess. No, no. Rudy, you mustn't do it. Oh, I must, Tanya, for your sake. But I'm not worth it. Are you? Then I'll do it just to show off. That's right. If you fail, you must leave the circus, and I shall marry Tanya. Pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> Give and take, that's very <laughs> That night, the show began as usual. Colonel Force strode into the ring and cracked his whip. Oh, blast, I've cracked it. <laughs> then he slapped his thighs. Naughty little thighs. And then he got on with it. Ladies and gentlemen, we present the amazing, the incredible, the unbelievable... Percy the Performing Tortoise. For his first trick tonight, Percy the Performing Tortoise will leap through this flaming hoop into this blasted bucket. <laughs> Here he goes. Percy the Tortoise. <laughs> well, we'll come back to Percy a little later on. And now we present the lovely Amanda with her two performing dogs and a bucket of cold water. <laughs> Meanwhile, backstage... Oh, Rudy, you mustn't do it. Not the triple turn, twist, swoop, grab, miss, scream and thud. I must. Wish me luck. Au revoir. Oh, Boffo, the sad-faced clown. Yes. I only hope he can do it. You'll soon find out. Look, he's climbing up the ladder to the trapeze. Here he goes. One! Two! Three! He's done it! He's caught the trapeze in his teeth. Curses. Oh, how brave he looks up there, hanging on by his teeth. Are you all right, Rudy? <laughs> yes, thank you! And now, my darling Tanya, with Rudy out of the way, you and I can marry. And so they all lived happily ever after. Just a minute, just a minute. I'm not marrying him. Come on, of course you are. The story's over. Let's get to the boozer. Come on. I can't marry the colonel because I'm already married to Buffo the Clown. Oh, that's not fair. You mean we've got to drag the story out for another five minutes? 
The pubs will be shut. Oh, go on, hurry up and finish the story. Make it quick. All right. Well, they can all get killed off by an escaped rhinoceros. Yeah. <laughs> At that moment, up rushed Peppy, the old circus hand. Colonel, Colonel, the rhinoceros has escaped. Look, here it comes. Look, a huge, ugly... <laughs> a huge, ugly beast thundering towards us. Baggy and old and wrinkled and hideous. It's old! What can it be? I don't believe it. It can't be! It is! It's... It's... Yes, it is a rhinoceros. Oh, it's gone away. Good. Well, what do we do now? Oh, I don't know. I suppose we just hang about until Lady Constance arrives. I'm only the narrator. I need to do the boring bits. Oh, come to me, my little passion flower. Take your hands off. I can't. It's only my left leg that I'm screwed. <laughs> Leave me alone. Marry me. Marry me. You've got a fat chance. Thank you. Look, you're fat and you're old and ugly. Go away. <laughs> much fun anyway. You're not the only one you know. There are plenty more fish in the sea. That's it. I'll marry a haddock. <laughs> we'll have a whale of a time at my place. I'm still an attractive young woman. I've only 23. 48 and 196. I'm not appreciated here. One day I'll find someone who knows how to treat me properly. Preferably a plastic surgeon. <laughs> and then a strange thing happened. Lady Constance's ears began to grow and grow, bigger and bigger, until at last she had ears six feet long. Then she flapped her ears, rose slowly off the ground, and flew away. <laughs> She's turned into a Dumbo jet. <laughs> and that, believe it or not, is the end of our story. It may not have much to do with circus folk, but at least it's got rid of Lady Constance forever. <laughs> In that edition of I'm Sorry I Read It Again, the cast were as follows. Arthur, the educated aardvark, Timbrook Taylor. <laughs> Geronimo the Gibbon, Graham Garden. The bearded lady, David Hatch. Tilla the Hun, Joe Kendall. And Bill Hardy was played by two pumas in a skin. <laughs> the two pumas in a skin also wrote the song. The music was provided by Dave Lee and his tea time banjoliers. And Leon Cohen arranged the music and my hair. Miss <laughs> Kendall's wardrobe was created by Madame Chichi's Carpenter's Workshop. <laughs> so it's goodbye until you hear once again the magic words. It's time for
Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.